Are you a podcaster? Maybe you've got that big idea and you're looking for a network to join. The multi-award-winning Ozcast Network can get your content to eyes and ears all over the world. Join now for the first month free, and you could be featuring this sound at the beginning of your podcast. Ozcast. Simply head to ozcastnetwork.com for details. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, another episode of the Unlaced Podcast. As I always say, if you are new here, thank you for turning up. Please give us a like and subscribe. It's how we grow. If you guys haven't gone on and given us five stars on Spotify, please feel friendly and go do so. It's how we're getting our platform up. And I also, as I always say, if you've come back again, I absolutely love you. Um, I'll be honest, I've been trying to get this next guest on for a couple of weeks now, or probably a couple of years, to be honest, but I was probably a little bit too scared. And then... um. Uh, because of his stature and he's such a great man that I've got to know over the past few weeks since uh, the grand final celebrations, maybe a better bloke than he is football, which is uh, a big compliment and testament to him because he's a hell of a footy player. But uh, Rusty Sidebottom, still Sidebottom, mate, thanks for coming on the show. Nah, thanks for having me. It's a, it's a pleasure. It's a ple- real pleasure. <laughs> real pleasure. <laughs> yeah, we did have a few jabs at each other that you hadn't yeah. been on the show and he's like, oh, I haven't asked for I was like, man, I, I genuinely am scared to ask you and Pendles. They're like the fucking... The cream of the crop, but I was quite flattered that you'd, you'd actually even known well, what the I show was. I'd, I'd seen all the other boys on and was standing there. I was like waving in the corner. Do you want me to on or not? <laughs> no, no I, I did. As soon as you said it, I'm like, mate, don't tell me that because I'm gonna, I'm gonna message you tomorrow and be like, do you want to come on? But um, we're here now, mate. You've had a pretty big few weeks, no doubt. So it's, yeah. have you have you had a chance now, like? Because you've won one before, but I assume this one's a bit different, which I want to go into. But after like three, four weeks now, have you been able to look back with a bit more clarity and clearness around um, what actually went down? Not like, not really. Like, I still feel like a little bit. I'm still like caught up in the moment a little bit. Yeah. Like, um, like even at home, we've got heaps of like Collingwood books and like my daughter's stuff, like Collingwood jumpers. It's like no matter where I go at the moment, I'm reminded of it, um, <laughs> really? and I. I yeah, I can't help but like get caught up. So like social media videos popping up. Um, but yeah, I don't think I've, I've only sat back and watched the first half as well. I haven't watched the second have you, half. Have you not? Nah. Really? Why is that? Like you just don't um, want it to end? <laughs> well, almost. Yeah. yeah. But I, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'd, I would like just to sit down with maybe a few boys and fuck like enjoy yeah. it properly. But I don't think I've, yeah, yet to just to sit back and. Fuck, man. It was, I just want to let it just keep going. I think I, th- I said this on the pod with Q, and I'd be keen to get your perspective because I never really spoke to Pendles before, but um, episode with Q, by the way, was a great one for Pies fans. I know you guys will all be watching this one. So if you haven't watched that one, could do go back and watch it. But I was, I was telling Pendles, I was like, man, as a fan, that was like probably the best game to watch as a neutral, but as like a Pies fan, it was the most nerve-wracking game because yeah. it was so end-to-end and – yeah, peers. They thought Brisbane might get up, and I was like, "Did you guys realize that on the field how good it was and how nervous it was as like a fan?" And he's like, "Kind of, but like you don't get a chance to reset. Like yeah. you, you know, you have to reset. Sorry, on every center bounce, so you got to be in it." Yeah. Well, actually, I think I heard some DC might have said that he was on the bench when it was like the last five minutes, so he oh, could yeah. get nervous. But I feel like when you're out there, you don't. You don't have time. But um, yeah, I don't know. Like you're so like I've, I can have a say on it. Someone sitting in the crowd sort of can't. Yeah, like that, you can that's have true. Thing. So yeah, I feel like you don't, you, or you almost don't have time to be nervous, and you're so like invested into the game that, um, yeah. I mean, you probably do have something there, but like 
Yeah. Yeah, you're almost just looking, what do I need to do next to Man, get yeah, another f- goal? For, for me, I, I can I can relate to it, but at the same time, I was like, fuck, it must have been like, like I remember the first, there's two conversations I've had with you that stood out. The first initial ones, I think this one was in the change rooms and I gave you a hug and I was like, mate, fuck, I didn't know you could kick 60 and you looked at me like, it was 70, wasn't it? <laughs> well, I walked off and said, mate, you should have heard that, you should have heard that one line, he's just ripped off me, he's just walked off with a beauty's hand in the change room. By the end of Saturday night, it was probably about 95. <laughs> yeah, yeah, into yeah. Into the wind too. Yeah, into the wind. Well, it did, it went over the fence, didn't it? Yeah, there's a little, definitely a little bit of a tailwind and, um. Why did everyone, yeah. why did everyone like, um, not internally, because everyone like, I think someone said you're a long kick, but like obviously accuracy and set shot and all that sort of stuff. Like, did you know that you had it in like um, the distance and all that's in your head? Well, if I normally have a set shot, like I'm real straight. So guys who probably run straight can't get that little bit of an arc and more of right. a bit of a hook, but more carry. But I knew that I couldn't kick my normal, like go through my route normal routine because I wouldn't be able to get it that far. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure if you've watched it, you like me, probably 55 <laughs> times. Um, you can see I just, yeah, I swing out late and just try and get as much onto it. And oh, I get a little bit of left to right and it just started left and then it never looked like missing. And Did you knew, yeah. Did you know straight off the boot in a sense, yeah. like one of those ones? I did. And like it's funny because like in the moment and things like, like it's amazing what your body can do, like like a bit of adrenaline and that. But if you look at that kick, how I kick it and like I land, like it just looks so smooth, like that is my routine. But, yeah, I don't know. By that stage it was – I knew. It was almost like it didn't even hit my foot. It's lucky that like you probably trained footy so much that that was just yeah. muscle memory in a, in a moment where you probably didn't even know what you were doing. Yeah. You're just like, fuck, this is – did you even realise how like important that was to the game? Because yeah. I mean, if you had to kick the point, like it still would have been a, like, like a big point. Yeah, it still would have helped. You know yeah. what I mean? I'd, yeah, I I did, and because it was by that stage, then they needed to kick two goals to win it. Correct. Um, so the best thing about like because when Charlie Cameron kicked that goal, yeah. and then Geordie literally kicks one ten seconds later. Yeah. But for us to get straight back in front and get the Magpie Army straight back into yes. it was so important for us. And yeah, I've said so much since the grand final that our fans play a huge role in it's, all of our wins. It's, yeah. Mate, they've, yeah, they've grown my podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Getting pies people on, they literally yeah. have just like, <laughs> they're that big. They are. And I actually said during the um, grand final stuff that like we could have egg and spoon races at the club and they'd turn <laughs> up. Like, they would. <laughs> they actually they would. love it. Yeah, they, they love do. it. They they're, they're, they're kind of sick in a sense. Like they're obsessive when – they remind me a lot of like football, um, football fans in the yeah, UK. UK yeah. Like it's part of it's entrenched in your culture and your blood, and yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah. real different, man. Oh, it's it's um, unreal, and that's what makes our footy club so, so special as our fans. Yeah, sure. wow, that's that's pretty cool because you you probably actually um, to be honest, I still feel like it wasn't that long ago the grand final. Like how long was it ago now? Like maybe a um, month, a bit over a month, less than. Three weeks. <laughs> I think it was. I've, I've been like out, mate. I've been, yeah, I know. I've been, I've been like partying it. that much. Um, I, I think feels... it's been two, like two and a half weeks. No way. Is yeah, it only it been two and a half weeks? It has. Three, oh, sure. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Well, by the time this comes out, it'll be about a month over. But <laughs> um, how was? You, how did you find your overall season? Because one one thing I've heard you sp- uh, heard you spoke about last season on a podcast was like you kind of undersold the fact of like you know, beyond the year that's just gone that you were contracted for or whatever, like yeah. what your plans would be beyond it. And it's like the way you spoke, you you maybe thought like, well, 
you'd want to keep playing, but you yeah. don't know what the club thinks or how form goes in the team, which is yeah. fair enough. Yeah. But then you watch you this season, you're like, mate, you, you're still going, bro. <laughs> yeah. Um, my, I think my last two seasons have been, like, been pretty good. Um, a, the few seasons before that, which probably, um, you know, ma- makes me doubt myself and, you know, everyone's got an opinion. They start writing things about you. But um, I think since Fly come in as well, like, he just gave me a real clear focus and um, – basically asked me where I wanted to play. And I said, I think I've played my best footy on the wing and I've predominantly played wing the last um, couple of years. And, you know, this year obviously got injured and missed seven seven games, I think. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I'm definitely confident in, in my ability and I think that, you know, when I, when I lose that and think that, you know, I can't keep up mm. is when probably I'll make the decision and, Hopefully, I'll get to make the decision because they're not a lot of play- players nah, do. It gets made for you. But it's a privilege, right? Yeah, I, I still feel like I've got something to give and I won't be selfish because I've had such a, um, well, lucky and whatever you want to call it. It's, it's been good to be at the Collingwood Footy Club. Um, but, yeah, I've been very fortunate. I'd hate to, you know, stick around too long and, and cost someone else some games as well. Yeah. Do you, have you – because I reckon you – very, you're a very humble guy, but like, are you doing some crazy shit outside of the ground to like keep you at the level that you're at? Cause I mean, you're only two years older than me, which is 32, but at the same yeah. time you have played what, 15 odd years at the yeah. top, top level, which can yeah. bang the body up a bit. Yeah. Um, I'm at, well, I've probably this year has been the only kind of year that I've done something. And it's funny because I've never really done anything outside footy other than, you know, what's been expected of me. Yeah. Um, and, you know, not everyone's like that, but this year I've, yeah, I've had to tip into, you know, things away from the footy club. Um, you know, I've had some issues with my feet, which I've had to, you know, get external people to look at. Um, but yeah, I think now that I'm getting older, I'm starting to feel the knocks and all that <laughs> a lot more. Like I've definitely got to tip into yeah. you know, more off, off the field stuff. Because I was like, man, you're moving so well. Like I see other 32-year-olds playing, they don't move like you. Especially yeah. on the wing, I feel like that's a that's that's a robust position yeah. in regards to like endurance and, and running. Like I've probably been lucky that I haven't copped as many knocks and that out there True. as well. So, like because running can't and, catch you, mate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm definitely not fast, but I'm maybe yeah, I'm up there. Though. But um, yeah, I've always had the endurance side of me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess it's probably the one thing that makes me the player am is that I can run. So once I can't run, then I'm probably fucked. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But so, do, have you like even on even on field? Have you noticed like you've had to not change? Because I find as when I was like with soccer players, when I was playing, as they got older, people used to say you have to change your game a bit. Yeah, in a sense, or like you know, either you're not as quick off the mark. I think have you had yeah. to have you noticed that like subtle differences? Are you still being able to play like you feel like you're twenty? Uh, well, no, I'd be lying if I said that. Yeah, but like probably things that I've probably not like actually had to sit down and think about more so that I've just picked up along the way, like that Instinctively. have helped me. Yeah. yeah okay. Um, but like even like this year, like Dakes, for me, basically me and Dakes have played on the wing like, for, the, for the majority of it. You know, even for me now, like I before every game, before probably the last couple of years, I'd always just pick my side and yeah. I'd sort of have my side. But now like, you know, I just say to Dakes, which side do you on? I'm happy to go to the other side. And and just to see someone like him who's, you know, young and have the year he's had. Oh. Um, 
He hasn't thanked me, but I'm sure he will. Ah, he's too busy, he's too yeah. busy living it up in Italy. It up, yeah. But um, yeah, it's it's nice to see like you know guys that you know potentially I've been able to help a little bit along the way now. So, mate, yeah, I good. was um with the Copeland. I mean, I know people will say, "Oh, poor Nick, like didn't get sort of the Brownlow or that." But I, at the same time, I was so wrapped. Josh got highlight because he had yeah. so consistent. Yeah, he, like I can say this, you can't. But he's great in a multi. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's outstanding. <laughs> like he's just Mister, he's just Mister consistent for you guys. So, and I love seeing that get rewarded. Yeah. Um. Did yeah. you like? Were you? I mean, obviously, were you sort of happy for him when he won that, or expecting it because you would have had a? I reckon you would have had a big part to play in his. Um, I, like I probably wasn't expecting him to win, but I wasn't surprised either. Yeah, it's like one of those, said, right? That he'd. Um, I don't think he missed a game. Like as you said, he's so consistent. Um. He's someone you want the ball in their hands because he's he's mm. probably the best kick at our club. Um, so yeah, I wasn't surprised by it, but I, you know, I was yeah probably thinking even like like George. I thought George might have finished. Yeah, I thought, I I thought it would be him and Nick like top two or yeah, something and Das, but. I don't know. George must be treating the coaches <laughs> well enough. Mate. He didn't make top five, did he? That was ridiculous. <laughs> no, nah, he didn't. But yeah. um, oh well. Yeah, he's got the other. He's got the other medal. Yeah, exactly. And that's what you're saying about Nick as well. Like yeah, well, the the, like, yeah, well, correct. He's got the one that he wants. That's true, and I'm sure you're going to win um, many more. I, I'm going to come back into the footy, but I do want to just talk about um, first time we properly met because I had a phone call yesterday with my uncle. Yeah, he's a really good cricketer in the UK, and it would have been like four or five years ago. He, he came over to me. He said, "Mate, is, is, do you know some dude?" I keep mentioning names. He called you Rusty. And I'm like, Rusty? Yeah, Rusty something. I'm like, Steel? And he's like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> he goes, I'm playing cricket with his brother. And I came over and told you. I said, like, mate, I'm pretty sure your brother's played cricket um, with my uncle. And you come over to me, look me down the eye and goes, does that, does that mean we're family? <laughs> <laughs> and I just met you and I'm like, I guess so, right? <laughs> I guess so. Like dead eye, like didn't even blink, like kind of like a steery look. Does that mean we're family? <laughs> no, I just thought, fuck me, that's golden. Uh. <laughs> that's golden. But yeah, he, mate, he said your brother was a great, great bowler, swing bowler in the UK. Yeah. He played for Warwickshire for a while, which is, yeah. um, you obviously had sporting like sport in your family. Yeah. Well, it's, well, basically it's all we've had in the family. Um, mm. Growing up in a little, yeah, small town, um, we had the footy oval over the back fence. Like it was, yeah, cricket, footy, tennis, golf, like anything outdoors. Like now kids are all inside. Like, yeah. Back then, like weird. even just riding the bikes. Like our town was so small and there was, probably like 20 kids around our age. We used to play tiggy around tally, as we call it, like oh. around the whole town. It was that what? small. Because so you didn't go be... to Shepparton until you were in high school, right? Yeah, until high school, So you are in yeah. a smaller town than Shepparton, weren't you? For, yeah. For... So, like, man, Shep's massive compared to tally. Really? Yeah. What's the population of tally? Like 300 or something. Fuck me. Yeah. So, But, like, but for me, like, I love going back to tally now. Like, still a lot of the same people still live in tally. Mm. Um they don't have, they don't have a pub there anymore. They got the footy club and the cricket club, the bowls club. But like, yeah, it's just you go back to Tally and I don't know. Like I know everyone; they know me as Rusty. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just it's good to be able to go back like that and just be your your not old self, but you know who you once were. And because yeah, to them I'm just rusty who I was when I was growing up. I'm yeah, not was, still so what I'm the footballer then. So. Well, that's what I was going to say because, like, I imagine in the country as well and you're probably, like, you know, 
a legend in Shepparton as such, but at the same time, because people are such good sports there and all really good people, do they just kind of acknowledge you like a normal human being and not get around you in a way like yeah. people in like fanboying you as such as they would in Melbourne? Yeah, well, definitely. And yeah. I think that's why it is like that because, I mean, no matter who you are, say, like I can't be the, the way I am in Shepparton than here. Like I'm, I play for Collingwood. I've always got to be still sold from Collingwood. Yeah. Like I'm always representing the footy club. Yeah. You never know who's watching or whatever. But when I go back home, like I can sort of lose that a little bit it's and cool just, and just be myself. Um, so it's, yeah, it, it literally is awesome. I love going back there. Um, like even like we did some footy, like we do footy tippings. We've got like a snap, Snapchat group with all the tally boys in it. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's it's great, and I, I, yeah, I love going back home and just I love to take you back there, mate. I want to, yeah, I want to go. I yeah. want to see what it's like for you yeah. there. I'm, it's, I, I'm, I, yeah, it's not what you'd think. Yeah, like, that's kind yeah. of why, because I, I think I, I've, my guess is it's like people would be like, "Hey, like mate, how are you?" And just, like, yeah, <laughs> 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 yeah, right, a kangaroo. <laughs> no, no, I just, think, I just reckon people wouldn't bother you there. Yeah. Like they treat you like a mate rather than like, oh, you 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 played yeah. 300 games. Yeah, and that's a lucky year. Like I, because it's so small and you know everyone, like you just walk past someone and I always sort of look to someone to say hello. Yeah. Like in Melbourne and that, like people, they don't look at you or well, they don't want to be. Was that hard mm. to adjust to like when you first came to Melbourne? Because of like you've come to literally the biggest club in the land um, and you've come from one of the smallest towns in the country. Yeah, country. Well, it definitely was. Like I literally, I got drafted on the Saturday and then – Derek Hine and Jace Taylor back then recruits picked me up on Sunday and basically drove me straight to Williamstown. So I was 17, didn't have a license, um, straight to Melbourne. And like then, as I said, didn't have a license. I used to catch a train back to Shep every Friday night oh. for the weekend and then get on it like Sunday night just to come back the train. Oh. So I'd still go back every weekend. But um, like, I, yeah, it's because it is so close, it's, it's okay. been alright as well. Yeah, like once okay. I've got my license, I've been laughing. But it's funny now. I've been here fifteen years. I've I would never move back there. No, it's no, crazy. Well, you, I was going to say, yeah, yeah, like would you go back post career now? But you probably nah because you got a family, young family now. Yeah, so it's like leash works here, and um, yeah, as I said, it's like two hours away, so I can just cruise back. Like mum and my brother still live there. Um, but I think when I go back there now, it's awesome because it's like the weekend and. People doing nothing. <laughs> when you go back and it's Monday to Friday, yes. yeah, don't, don't there's, yeah, there's not much going on. So. Yeah, yeah, you'd be used to the chaos now, I guess. <laughs> did were you? Did you have like um, other sports or prospects? Because I feel like you would be like a multi-talented guy. You'd be one of the guys that if we played table tennis, you'd be half decent. Then you play pool, you're half decent. <laughs> oh, table geez. tennis, or what? Well, sorry, not table tennis, like tennis or, or yeah. golf. I bet you'd be good at. No, nah, I'm. I've, I think I'm just okay at them. Like, yeah, I've. You know, some players say they've had to make decisions between basketball or cricket. I've never had to make a decision. Yeah. I remember in under 12s or, th yeah, I was trying out for Victoria in cricket and footy at the same time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then footy's always been number one, one for me. And, yeah, I've never been that great at cricket. I've just been all right. Because I reckon me and you, if we were in a field and the team was in the, team was in the ditches for like three, we'd hold them up. Yeah. We'd get around them. We'd be great on the chirp in the field. I you. love, like, I love fielding more than yeah. probably batting. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> I face up and, like, shit myself, uh, yeah. wait for short balls Fuck, and that. Man. I yeah. thought cricket was fun and then I started to see how quick people bowled and I was like, kind of sucks. Um, yeah. But your your journey to the AFL is pretty in incredible because, 
I actually didn't know. I mean, I, I knew about you when you were at Collingwood, but I didn't know sort of how you came into it in the Big Tag Cup grand final, which I'm sure you'd be glad I brought up. But um, <laughs> we, did you have any idea sort of pre that grand final or pre-draft how high you were going to go? Like, did, were you always a, a lock for the AFL or did um, you have sort of a big year coming in that sort of yeah. you know, catapulted you up? I, well, during that Bushies year, so my first year before I got drafted, um, I'd always said that I was never going to get a manager until I got drafted. <laughs> like, why do I need a manager unless yeah. I'm drafted? But then <clears throat> it got to a stage where um, basically you never know until you actually it happens. But I had a fair idea that I was probably going to get drafted. So I had an all right year in the Bushies and then um, – the two finals leading into that grand final, like I played pretty well. <laughs> so I think, yeah, I knew that I was probably going to get drafted, but that TAC Cup grand final probably. And you ever kicked 10 up. in a game of that, like, sort of level? Nah. Like, nah. So, nah. like, you went at, so what, what, nah. what was sort of like your, like, would you kick a couple goals as a forward and here and there? Yeah. So well, you just one day you just popped up and kicked fucking 10. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at Marvel. Yeah. Um, it was just one of those days, like I couldn't do anything. The, one of my first possessions, I got holding the ball. Oh, did you? Really? Yeah. And I remember my mum speaking about it as well and she was like, oh, no, like what are we in for today? <laughs> 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 yeah, but it soon changed. Like, yeah, I kicked three in the first quarter and then none, after, none in the second. And then probably what helped is we ended up winning by 70 points as well, so I could probably stay a little bit more forward. And then, yeah, third quarter, I kicked five. So I was on eight by three quarter time and then basically they just cleared the 50 out for me to oh, get me yeah. 10 and yeah, I choked a little bit. I had nine straight and then hit the post, missed a couple, kicked one out in the full oh, and man. then finally, not long ago, I got yeah, number 10. Mate, that was some bloody team as well. Because yeah. a lot of the people, I remember just, I was watching clips of it and it was like every ball it went through, I was like, fuck that, I reckon they played a hundred games, yeah. 200 games. Yeah. Like it was a pretty elite squad yeah, you guys was, had. We had a Great team. Zeeble, Rockcliffe. Sammy uh, Wright was in it. Hey, folks, just a quick pause in this episode, which I hope you're enjoying, just to let you know that I have partnered with Dabble. Dabble is a gambling agency, one of the great platforms out there where you dabble socially and gamble responsibly. Very similar to Instagram, where you can follow some of the head honchos in the various sports and copy their bets to get some good wins on the board. Now, one of the more interesting things we're doing this year with Dabble is Jake's Take, a weekly stream every Wednesday from 7 to 8 p.m., where we put a couple of bets on some greyhounds, we get some guests on the show, and we cut up shop around what's happening around town in all codes across sport. So make sure you come on down, check it out within the Double app, and let's get back into the episode. Coming to Collingwood, I'm always interested as well because one thing I don't reckon spoken enough about your career, and I want to pick your brain on it, is how many deep final series you played in your first four years. Yeah. Like, does that, because I, I equate like, like Nick, he's gone through that now. He's played a prelim and a grand final. Yeah. It's like pretty much like you. Yeah. And then, but you, then you had another two seasons of it as well. Then yeah. you kind of go on this hiatus until sort of 2018 or whatever it is yeah. until you're back in there. But like, did you kind of one, A, take that for granted? And then two, like how much more do you reckon that makes you a better player quickly in the AFL? Yeah. Um, I never, yeah, like now I'm sitting in this position. I never think I, I, that I took it for granted. But I was not like I was 18, 19 years old. Just like, it was just normal, like yeah. like, a, like you're fearless in a like way. I'm, I'm not a 32 year old, so I do things different to 
you know, how I would now. So I, I definitely don't think I took it for granted. But like, I just thought it was, that was what it was like. Like, as you said, I, yeah, 2009 was a prelim, 10, two grannies, 11, lost the granny. Yeah. 12, lost the prelim, like 13, I think we played in final. Yeah, so it's like, just jokes. Like, I just thought like, that's normal. Yeah. And then, yeah, as you said, like to miss out on finals for like a big portion of time for like five or six years. Weird. Oh, it's like it's shit out. Yeah, it like, sucks. I, and even like I hate watching, I love watching footy during the final, um, during the season when like I'm still involved in that. But like if I'm not involved, I can't sit there and watch like yeah, another team. I can't imagine. Yeah, it's shit out. And yeah, I'd <clears throat> much prefer to be playing out in the G than sitting on the yeah, couch. Do you reckon it made you a, like a better player though? Because – I just feel like for some reason when, not not necessarily because you won one so early, but just having that, because I reckon when I spoke to Swanee about it, I think I asked Campbell Brown, I'm like, there's like the level of footy get better when you play finals. Yeah. And they're like, it gets a bit quicker. Yeah. Like you got to make decisions quicker. And obviously the Campbell Brown, I thought, summed it up well. He's like in big games, like moments count. Like people, yeah. if you did like the same mistake in round two, doesn't get, you know, it doesn't get front page. Yeah. But you do that in grand final, it's yeah. like that'll change the game. Yeah. You know, that type of stuff. Yeah. So I was probably, like it would have probably fast-tracked my career being put in such a good team and it helps you play well and, mm. um, you know, our club was going so well. So like, you know, like everything I was doing to, was to like such a high standard, whereas if I had gone to a club that wasn't going as great, you know, like – um. Yeah, who wouldn't? Who would know? Like, yeah. Um, but yeah, it def. I would say that me going to a club that was so successful at the start was a huge help. Rather than, yeah, you see guys like struggle. We've had guys who struggle at VFL level as well, and then like are good players in the AFL because really? you're around like better players. And, I, like, I agree. I yeah. agree. That I play better with better in mean, my sport. You yeah. play. It was well known. You play better with better players. Yeah, and yeah. so. Potentially, like if you know, good players are stuck in the VFL and it looks like they're struggling. Like, yeah, yeah, it's it's hard. So I was, I'd say that I was fast tracked being a part of a good side early, no doubt. It was pretty hard to be pretty tough. Like it says a lot about you though to be in that twenty two because that I reckon like I always say St Kilda. The reason why St Kilda lost being a Saints fan. Well, now I'm now I'm calling it by <laughs> legends, but yeah, yeah. Um, at the time. I was like the bottom the bottom pool of players. It was like maybe not as good as the bottom pool of players in Collingwood. Yeah. But then I look back to Collingwood's team. I was like, fuck, it's a good team. Yeah. And you were in like, you know, year two yeah. in that sort of draw and win flag season. Yeah. When you first came to the Pies, uh, was there sort of anyone, because it's funny now you're the sort of the veteran in the dressing room, but anyone that used to like kind of look around with that fanboy kind of vibe? Like Q used to talk about that with Pendles. Like he had Pendles yeah. on his wall. Yeah. You know, which is real weird. <laughs> I, I, I hated the pies growing up. Yeah, you were yeah. Dons. Yeah, love the Dons. Um, but like, to be honest, I'm like a full footy nut. Like I love footy. And oh. I'd, all I ever wanted to do was to play AFL. And then when I got drafted and like walking into the, I think it was the Lexus Centre back then. Yes. Like, and just, I don't know, like a, imagine how many times I've dreamt of this moment to finally actually walk in and like <laughs> see Mick Malthouse in the flesh, like meet Eddie <laughs> McGuire. Like it, it was... Unbelievable. And then, you know, I remember like a few times like Daisy Thomas and that. They probably like, oh, it's funny, like things that I'm, I was around early days, like I still do, like, you know, you see someone walking down the corridor 
and you just shout out their name and like sort of pop behind the thing so they turn <laughs> back and no one's there. <laughs> like I remember like early days like, you know, if I'd hear my name call, like I'd be on high alert, like someone wants to talk to me and I'd turn around <laughs> and there's like no one there. <laughs> you take the piss yeah. out of you. <laughs> yeah, taking the piss. And like I reckon like for those kind of things is like what makes you feel a part of it like quicker. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, getting the piss taken out of yeah, you. Yeah, bloody Um It mightn't have been that great at the time, but like, um, yeah, I, I've, yeah, as I said, like I, I don't think it was probably guys like, like I used to love Dids early days. Yeah. Um, like he was a star and like used to love playing with him as well, like some of the things that he would do. Feels like um, did, did seems like my old Alan Didak for those, but um, he seems like one of those players, like he was great to watch as a fan, but everyone who's played with him speaks yeah. about him in this like level of like he was like that good. Yeah. Which is crazy to me because you guys must like – I always feel when you play in those big stages, you you take appreciation from the players that can do things in the yeah. big moments, and yeah, and like he, that's why I think he's yeah. held like that because some of the things he would do like under pressure and in those big moments, like you said as well, like it mightn't be your day, but like you you could have a moment there, but could change the whole thing. And I reckon, yeah, he's had a few that people sort of sit back and think, you know, fuck, he's yeah, yeah. Who who was um who in that era for you? was like the big game player or the one that being a young kid, you, you kind of idolise on the big stage of like, like, this guy doesn't give a shit that there's 90,000 people here yeah. playing um, his heart out. Yeah, well, like he was probably one of them, I reckon, because I don't know, he kind of went different. Like he went about it different than others as well, like mm. sort of away from footy. Um, I don't know, like footy wasn't his interest as well. So sort of like. I loved it too because it was almost like he just rocked up and was just the gun. Like, yeah. You know? Yeah. Didn't sort of care as much as others maybe, but like he'd, yeah, just rock up and would be a superstar. Um, but like, yeah, like Swanee the same. Like, yeah, Swan, same, same stuff. Like, he fascinates me, man. Yeah. He's become one of my good mates now. And I just yeah. like he's still, I can see, I can see like he's the way he approaches life now. He yeah. still kind of gives off that vibe, like yeah. doesn't really care too much, but he's just brings so much value everywhere yeah. he goes. Yeah. Oh, oh, no doubt. There's like, like they were saying before, like how I've done, you know, nothing off the field until sort of like now to look after my body. Like there's guys who do things flat out. And like, if you had to look at like the way Pendles goes about his footy and the way Swanee goes about it, like both fucking champions of our footy club guns, but like, so different in the way that they prepare and go about it. Like, mm. um, there's no like blueprint for how you should go about it. But I think you, you sort of, when you first arrive, there is sort of like a, not a blueprint, but there's sort of guidelines to follow. And then as you get older, you, you just find what works for you. Um, mm. and that's why like, yeah, guys can be so different, but, um, yeah, I think your question was just. Yeah, no, I think, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, no, you did, yeah. you did. Yeah, we said Didac and think Swanee, yeah. so that was perfect. Yeah. Um, but did, did you uh, – one thing's crazy as well because considering you're, you're a bit of a footy nuffy, but 300 games, like – Yeah. The, uh, I don't think you ever come into the AFL setting that as sort of like a target of like that's what I want to do. But yeah. to achieve that, like I don't, I don't know how you get to that level. For You, you know, it's, it's a long time in the game at the highest level, but is that something you – had ever thought of like a possibility? Um, it's pretty crazy yeah. when you think about it. Oh, it is, and like same thing. Like speaking about the granny, like I don't, I don't because I'm like still playing and I'm still involved. Like I've, you don't look at it. No, like I don't, 
I've definitely th- thought about it, but like, yeah. you're so um, humble, bro. That's why, because like I've, I've, so I have conversation with them. Like I've done, played like forty games in the A League. He's played three hundred and won all this thing. You would never know with you, man. Yeah, you would never know. And that I think well, that's your, I think that's a real compliment though, too. Yeah, and that's I think because of where I've come from as well. Yeah, like, as well. But like, there's not like I in like I enjoy. I know that I've got the best job in the world. Like, and I like never take it for granted. Like, I love what I do. It's not really a job, like really. Um, but like the three hundred games, like milestone and things like that. Like to like for me as well, like the footy club and what they did for like for me and my family and um, mm. like I don't know if you've seen like the the videos like my neighbours and things like they made like a banner and I drove through it before the game and shit. <laughs> no, <laughs> you did not. Yeah. <laughs> but you straight. Yeah, like literally they must we have. We didn't find yeah. that. <laughs> they had like a, a um. Well, we've got like a a WhatsApp group for our street, mm. and they must have made another one without me in it. And just organised and leashed, basically said, all right, he's about to leave. And like, what a community. Had, a WhatsApp yeah. group for a street. <laughs> Unreal. <laughs> That's unbelievable. But I would say like during like COVID and that, we used to have like street drinks. Just put yeah, it in of course. The, put it in the thing. But um, yeah, like the milestones and things that I've been a part of, like I've enjoyed so much. But like I think it's when I finish playing footy that I'll really look back and maybe understand and, um, you know, maybe the impact that I've had. But. Yeah, now that I'm sort of a part of it and still in the thick of it, I, yeah, I haven't really thought too much about it. Yeah, but one thing I actually kind of like, um, what what you've sort of done with your career as well, and it's probably contradictory to what I like push out to athletes now. But at the same time, if I was in your shoes, I'd be doing the same. Like I would have zero interest in doing activities or careers or sort of curriculums outside of footy. Like yeah. I would just be all eggs in one basket. Yeah. Not for the fact that I'm not interested, but it's like, this is what I want to get the most out of at this time. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of players now are like starting to veer off and do that. Yeah. And you can do both, but I actually like that. Yeah. Because I think that's where your focus should be, for, yeah. especially when you're getting a good wicket and yeah. all that sort of stuff. But Yeah. Because you've always been like that, haven't you? Yeah, I have. And probably it's going to, it might, <laughs> might, <laughs> might bite me in the ass at some stage. <laughs> you, need a, you need a second podcast host, yeah, Jake. Jake, yeah, you three on that body. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, but it's like, it's going to be a time, but like, as you said, like I, like I never, I loved school because of the social side of it. Like I yeah. used to love going there and like, you know, would love to take the piss with the teachers, all that. But like I was, Never interested really in doing my work and stuff. Like no. I, I could do my work, um, but like I just love going to school purely for the social side of it. Yeah, me too. And, um, so like, yeah, since coming to the footy club, like as you said, like I feel like the AFL part of my life is like going to be, what they say, it's 16, 17 years. Yeah. So like it's really a, a sort of a small, small part. So as you said, like I want to like give it everything, and yeah. Um, but in saying that, like there's still, if I could start my career again, would now, you would you change oh, it? Yeah, just the fact that there's a lot of probably free time that I could have been pursuing something else outside. Um, but see, I also like to def- to defend you on that because I my pro contract started in like 2011 yeah and i reckon you were like what 2009 Nine, yeah. in that generation you weren't you, you shouldn't have been doing that yeah you should have just been focusing on sport, sport footy. Yeah. so like i think you've just stayed yeah. in that yeah, whereas now the blokes getting drafted like getting educated on like 
what to do outside of yeah. it. Social media is a platform that people like not even meaning to get big on and they're making money, money off. off yeah. So it's very different. Yeah. But like, yeah, and there's always been things. For, so like you have like when you get drafted, like the first year's program things and they go through all these different topics about like, you know, finance and like, you know, um, all those things. But like there's always been possibilities for me to pursue something outside of footy. <laughs> you just have it's it. like I, there's been a lot of things that I've like started and had a crack at, <laughs> yeah, but then just, like just <laughs> like fuck. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have real like commitment. That's yeah, a terrible habit, man. Like, like That's I, a terrible Yeah, habit. I know it is. You didn't it, change it is, that. It is. The one Big thing, time. at least, no, I'd, at least like, you haven't done that with your footy career. Yeah. Started and stopped. Well, and, and all that's, that's probably why yeah, that but, I've been able to like start something and be like, ah, oh, can't be fucked or whatever yeah. because I know that Second I've field. got footy that. So, you know, hopefully and um, when footy's not there anymore, I've, like, I, and I feel like I've done well enough out of my footy career as well that like I'm not going to have to finish – my footy career and then get a job the next day. Like I'll no. be able to like sit back a bit and pick and choose a bit. Yeah. I'm, I'll get a job, whether it's the job that I have forever straight away, but yeah. like I'm, I'm pretty content that I'll be right to find a job. Like, yeah. I think you've earned that right to, to have that sort of luxury of yeah. where, you know, try some things and stuff. Do you have any actual interests outside of footy though? Like is, is yeah, you're, so you're really that nuffy, aren't you? Like, yeah. I've, and it's like, it's all like, as I said, like school and that, like I wasn't, at school thinking I want to be a doctor or anything. Yeah. So like when I was at school, I was going to school to have a kick at half time. Yeah. Half time. At lunch, <laughs> at the sea, footy, footy, footy. That's how he talks about school. <laughs> Go for you know, have, yeah. <laughs> have a kick at lunchtime and recess. Like I wasn't there to because like, like I did VCO at school because mm. I didn't want to go to uni. And if I didn't get drafted, I would have been doing the trade a trade of some sort still yeah. in Shep. But um yeah. Uh, it's interesting. So you've had three coaches in your career, which yeah. it's like I would never want it, want you to pick pick them apart. Because when I thought about it, I was like, you've been to grand finals with all three. Yeah. So obviously all great in their own regard. But yeah. I just want to start with Fly because you would have played under Bucks and Mick, who's like a, a sort of a legend of the game. Yeah. But for you, when Fly came in with your experience, what was the thing that either gravitated you to him or just thought like he's like in this area, he's got he's so different to what you've, yeah. what you've experienced. Yeah. Um. Well, Fly was he was a development coach back in 2014 as well, him, so I knew knew him then. Um, but when he first got, um, you know, picked to be the coach the start of last year, um, the first thing thing he did, and it wasn't just the players, like he got everyone from the whole footy club, like and had like a sit down, like me and you are now, and like had his notepad out and basically just had a chat for like 45 minutes. Wow not even really about footy, about their life and like got to know everyone and like you see him writing things down like and he's really like wants to get to know everyone at the footy club. Really? And yeah, I reckon like a lot of, well, most coaches can coach the X and the O's and all that but I think it's the relationships that make good coaches good mm. and yeah, the way flyers sort of, you know, brought our whole footy club together, not just the the playing group, but like our whole footy club. It generally feels like, um, yeah, like we, we always talk about side by side and, and all those kinds of things. I think right now, present, like we've never lived it as much as we are. And it's, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. I, cause I, I never think like you can play on the same teams as blokes, but you don't have to get on with everyone. Yeah. But it generally feels like when you've been around you boys and like, obviously 
I've been around where it's been good times and stuff, but everyone kind of like gets on or has respect yeah. for each other, yeah. which is pretty hard in like yeah. a, you know, a big wall of sporting yeah. uh, sporting club where there's high emotion and stuff like that. Yeah, and like, don't get me wrong, there's times where fucking we're arguing and, yeah, I you bet. know, uh, and, you know, not fighting, but, you know, there'll be scuffles or whatever. But I think because as well, like everyone's competitive and because we are close as well, like everyone wants that same thing, which obviously we're lucky enough to get. But, um, yeah, when there's 44 guys there who all want the same thing and there's only 23 spots, like that stuff's going to happen. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we just have an environment at the moment where everyone can just be themselves and, and rock up and have fun. And I think, as you'd know, if you are going to work and it's a place where you like to be and want to be, then you're going to get more out of yourself. What about from like how did Fly sort of handle – because I feel like what he does really well outside of the X's and O's, which you would know better than me, is he handles like your mental states really well. Yeah. And like the expectations and how, because like there's a period where you guys were like, I don't know, 16 games in and undefeated for yeah. a long part of the season. Yeah. And you've almost like, even though you won the flag, it's almost like people are expecting you yeah. before finals even start, which is quite hard, yeah. I think, yeah. like on the mind. Yeah. How did he maintain you guys to even when you your wings were getting clipped a little bit yeah. pun the pun yeah um coming into finals like yeah. it to maintain you guys just to stay on point yeah um yeah well i think towards the end as you said like it was really early in the season that we had almost qualified for finals mm. and then sort of once you get you make finals and you want to make top four so like as you said we were a long way out but sort of knew that we were going to play finals which can be hard and there's no doubt that that um, some of our performances potentially sort of showed that. Mm. Um, but I reckon, like, Fly was good as well. Like, he just broke the last sort of few um, games up into, like, little blocks as well and, like, gave us, um, like, like, just different things to aim for. Like, and um, he's really good at, um, like – like just different themes and things as well. Like there's always something new. Yeah, he um, seems like he brings up something emotional really, into yeah. the, like a different connection he's piece. Like, every, like almost every week he'll start off the, like the the week with um, like he'll tell a story and it'll like lead back to sort of his theme for the week or something. Like, Jeez, he's good. Yeah, he's good. <laughs> so like it's – and he, he talks a lot about, um, you know, walking into the footy club on a Monday and – so, like, if you walked in, you wouldn't know if we won or lost. So, like, he oh. wants guys just to come in and, you know, not be fucking yeah, yeah. slouched down because we lost. We're or in private sunnies and yeah. pitches. Like, <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah, hey, yeah, hey, had 24 so, on the weekend. Yeah, he's <laughs> 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 just really good at, like, just changing things up and keeping the stimulus high for guys and, you know, giving them new things to, um, you know, put their attention to. But, I mean, yeah, at the end of the day, it all leads back to winning games of footy and, mm. um yeah, you, you mentioned like our form going in, leading into finals wasn't that great, mm. but we'd done enough by that stage and potentially um, the coaches were looking at different things and, um, you know, I think when you play oppositions as well, you can, so like, yeah, as you said, like we knew sort of who we were going to be playing in the finals sort of, you know, a few weeks out from it. So you can sort of um, go into games with um, – you know, you're focusing on that rather than sort of what's in front of you because yeah. we'd already qualified and we were in a position to be able to do that. So, um, yeah, just keeping the guys, um, you know, fresh in the mind and and whatever. But he's a really yeah, smart, witty man and 
very funny as well, which, yeah, which he helps. Yeah, he seems it. He seems it. I'm yeah. trying to get him on the air. Let's yeah. see. I don't know He'd if it's be possible. Yeah, I know. Because well, I, I feel like I caught him my geezer in that. Ali G yeah, video. No, so, so he would love that. Yeah. So he like would he, love that. Yeah, <laughs> he would love that. Yeah. I was very flattered that, um, that video got showed. Um, do you know what's, uh, I, Tommy Mitch talks about it. I know you love footy. So probably, I don't know if you would have, it, it's hit you as much as it's hit maybe other players, but how much fun you guys are having now as well. Yeah. Like, does that rejuvenated you a bit? Like reconnected you? Because it seems like, I also think when you play the free flowing footy you guys have, that's nice to watch. You've actually been super fit. Yeah. And maybe harder. Yeah. Harder than what people think because you're running so hard and stuff. Yeah. So there's this balance of like you're having more fun. Yeah. You're probably working your socks off too. Yeah. Well, th- then there's no doubt like our last two pre-seasons have been like fucking hard. Really? But it's like, yeah, I just I just feel like the more you put in, like the the more you want something as well. Like um, like we done so like so much more. K's in the legs like the last couple of years than previous years but mm. um, it's like all for a purpose like you're doing it for a reason mm. yeah and just guys are guys are so much more committed and um, you know when you finish a 15 or 16k session with the boys and like the coaches talk about you know we're they're almost trying to break you today but like we just stand tall and pick each other up <laughs> and we can you know we can walk off the ground and that's sort of like what makes the bond even stronger. Yeah. Um, but there's no doubt like winning games of footy make you enjoy it more as well. So I th- for us, I think it's what happened before winning, but sometimes it can be like winning's what makes mm. everything fun. So, um, yeah, I think the footy club environment is a result of us being happy, which is then a result of us winning more games, not the other way around. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I appreciate that. That's, that's, that's interesting. Um, Coming into this grand final, like your mentality, having played what you went through in um, 2010, 2011, 2018, yeah. did you treat it differently in any sense to like capture it more or even yeah. just your approach to grand final week, like in general, what yeah. would be interesting to know what you did differently? Yeah. Um, like, and as I said, like early days, like it wasn't like oh, I took it for granted, but I was just young and was thinking it was going to happen, but even 2018, like that whole grand final um, week and like the parade and all that stuff, like I made a conscious effort of really enjoying it and taking it all in. And I like I did and loved it, but then fucking played like shit the next day. Yeah, but yeah, you know yeah. what I was going to say though? I, I had a feeling you'd say that. Your 2018 year though yeah, my was year probably was your great. best year, yeah. wasn't it? It I, definitely was. You almost, yeah. And funny, Tommy Mitchell won the Brownlee. You came second, yeah, didn't you? second, yeah. And then you were yeah, All-Australian. You yeah. did everything that year. Yeah, I, and that that's probably why it hurts. Hurts even more, you know, <laughs> right. because like I, was, I, you know, had expectations of myself to play well. And then when we lose by such a small margin, um, you know, you don't play well. Like I've – it's funny now that we won this year, like I can look back on that a little bit easier and like sort yeah, of can ma- let make you feel a little bit better. <laughs> good, good, let like, it go, bro. Like I've had many sleepless nights thinking about that because like, you know, you said Campbell Brown and stuff about what he said, like the eyes are on you in grand final day. And, um, you know, f- for a long time I've had like this, um, uh, people from the outside say, you know, still cyber, I'm like a big game player and, then I, 2018's come around, I play shit and have like 14 touches or something and we lose by a small margin. Like, yeah, that one hurt for a long time. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, going into this one, um, yes, you know, even more, 
older and like to think a little bit more mature. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like I just I get a greater appreciation of the position we're in now because yeah. at the end of the day, everyone wants to be playing grand final day and there's only two teams. So for us to be there again this year, um, like our whole tra- – like not even just the week, but like finals week, we had so many supporters come to train and that, which is fucking unreal and I love it. I love nothing more than that, that kind of would chant. That's yeah, you were on it, weren't you? <laughs> yeah, weren't you doing I just it? Love it. <laughs> I love it so much. They <laughs> <laughs> like, couldn't hear me, I don't think. Uh, yeah. But um, yeah, just like the whole week and um like having my family involved in it as well, like having a little girl now, like she yeah. went through the parade. Oh, that's cool. Is that been your first time? Yeah. yeah that's pretty cool. With Howie's little man Xander as well, like oh. having them two there and um yeah, my wife, she's a St. Kilda supporter, but she's a that's, that's why I know. Like, that's why yeah. I know. Like, yeah, she's like me. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. And like, because I feel like the last few years, like our families have been brought along for the ride just as much as anyone. Like they've enjoyed it so much. And like, um, like after the game, I think there was like five minutes to go in the game. And so like the game's close. I think someone said, look, if you guys want to be on the ground, like you've almost got to come now so we can get you through. And so Le- Leash reckon she watched the end of the game basically on like a little TV like this because they weren't allowed it down the race. So like she's shitting herself. Oh my God. Go so on. this is when all the Cameron, Geordie, yeah, and your goals happen. Yeah, going on. Yeah. Um, and then so like the siren goes and like, you know, you're cuddling all the boys, going mad. <laughs> and then to see like your daughter and your wife run out on the ground, like, you know, that moment's just as good as, as any other one. So um, like, to, yeah, to win one now at 32 rather than when I won it in – 2010 at 19, like it's, yeah, it's, it is chalk and cheese. Like this one means so much more to me. And, um, yeah, it's funny. Like you do something once and it gives you that taste. Back <laughs> I know. You, know? you it's just like want to addic- do it It's again. addictive, eh? It is. Um, it is. do you remember your, so I kind of been spoken about your reaction post, post siren? Cause yeah. you had some of the, one of the funnier ones and one of the more <laughs> like, like you could see it in your face, how yeah. much it meant to you, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I remember it clearly. I was sort of on the fat side, which I've, Done a little bit of this year, <laughs> just running up and down that yeah. wing. But um, yeah, I was sort of yeah running and tracking the footy, and then the siren went, and I just ran the opposite way to everyone else, and just sort of like chucked my hands out, and then it sort of like sort of only hit me halfway through it, and you can sort of see my face, and I just go like, oh, like <laughs> what the fuck's just happened? Like I've done it, yeah, and I just I, fir- I Tommy was actually the first person I seen, and just <laughs> run over to him and. Yeah, I remember like I started to cry and then I was just like, I, I actually don't know what happened. Like it just it's blacked out. Yeah, just I remember everything, but like I just, the feeling and like, yeah, it's just. It's literally like, why you play yeah, the game, oh, isn't it? Oh, it is. And like, like the amount of moment. times I've thought about that moment of like the siren going and for us to win the flag again, yeah, to actually do it was like incredible. Yeah, so it's pretty good. special. Did you have any, um, not concerns, but. Just like, you know, your head was a little bit more in the opposition than normal when Brisbane won because Brisbane had your number for, yeah. oddly enough, one of the few teams that had your number over the past few yeah, years. past few years, yeah. 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 Um, well, we hadn't played them a lot at the G, which was something we had sort of up our sleeve. Um, and then even when we lost to them at um, Marvel, like probably only four or five weeks before that, they won pretty. Oh, they won by about four goals in the end, but we still played pretty well. Like it was a real yeah, high scoring game. game. Yeah. So, 
yeah, I just feel like whenever we play someone at the G, it's almost like a different ball game. Like we're so lucky to be able to play there all the time and it's our home ground. And um, that's why our fans as well like to come and play us at the G at the moment with our fans going mad like they are. I'm pretty sure it can be intimidating. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. No doubt. I still think, I mean, I like uh, the way you guys are and with Fly especially, it's like you guys would concern me every year because you guys have, even though you and Pendles are there and still moving so young, yeah. still, it feels like you're such a young team. Yeah. Like in a sense, like you've got so many young superstars coming through that. Yeah. Well, potentially our best player at the moment is like one of the youngest in the <laughs> team. Yeah. So. <laughs> I know. Yeah, look out. Do you guys, do they, do they lean in on you for any advice, some of these younger guys? Because you came into a superstar team, you're arguably a superstar, but instantly you, you had success too. Like, yeah. is that something like Fly's? You know, yeah, we actually, well, we spoke about it a couple of times actually. Fly will just throw to Pendles and I and just sort of yeah. talk about our experiences. And um, yeah, so just like even just things like I was saying, like just taking everything in the parade, all that kind of stuff. Because yeah, sometimes it's too late and you know, it's two or three years down the track and you're sitting on the couch in that position where I was as well and you think, fuck, why didn't I do this or do that? Yeah. And you don't want to be sort of in that mindset. You want to almost get to the game and think, you know, I've done everything that I can. I've, you know, made the most of every opportunity and if today's not our day, then fair yeah. enough, but don't sort of get there and think, fuck, what yeah, could have been all these? Because yeah. that's what someone said, uh, that's what Pendle was like, highlight that. Pendle was at the end of the game, what you guys did in 2010. He brought to 2023 where he sat around and yeah. on the ground had a beer and just went around and explained like what it meant to yeah. each of you. Like that's a yeah. cool thing to do. Yeah. And that, like that's like that sort of, you know, bring back feelings and stuff and like yeah. sort of put me back in that. And that's like another thing. Like in 2010, you do that. And then so like, for all that time, I'm thinking, fuck, I want to do that again so much. <laughs> ah, and then, yeah. yeah, same, like to be in there again and just to hear from everyone and, um, you know, what it meant to them. And, yeah, they're just memories that will be with me forever and I'm happy to go on podcast and talk about <laughs> it because it makes me feel good. Yeah, you know? oh, it does me. I, mean, I told you, I've, I've, I played on like I'd uh, had – 10 kicks and eight handballs. Let's start everyone. Sure <laughs> not. I reckon you only had five handballs. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's dropped off now. The stat sheet's dropped off since the uh, few days off. But I was telling everyone, yeah. It's like, geez, Jake, you're enjoying it. I'm like, man, I had, I had some kicks out there, mate. <laughs> we're all part of it. Yeah, we're, we're all, all part of it. We're all players. Mate, well, it's been great having you on. We've got kind of one more um, question we always ask our, our guests, which everyone will know at home, but – we kind of attest three successful traits to people in sport or business. Yeah. Resilience, driver, ambition. Um, they're all pretty cool. But like for you across your journey, which one do you think's probably been sort of your rock throughout throughout your career? Um, probably drive, I would think. Um, yeah, I've all, like I've always been as, you know, someone that have, has always wanted to play footy and um, – you know, I think now that, you know, we've talked about those things that we sort of had on the inside of my jump, uh, oh, jumpers. What was in yours? Can you share that? Um, have you shared that? I, yeah, I, ha I think I have anyway, but we can. I had um, Ultimate Competitor on there. Oh, that's cool. So, like, I feel like anything, like, even, like, handball games, you were talking about, like, table tennis, like, FIFA, anything I play at, like, I'm, yeah. I, ha I hate losing it. <laughs> yeah. Like, I hate losing. Learned that. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm, like, a literally a competitor and I feel like I've, yeah, like the drive in me is what's sort of got me to as far as I have. Yeah. Um, 
just wanting to do well and succeed and um yeah just sort of doing whatever i can to to make every post a winner i think do you think um they should get out more medals for like some of the blokes that miss out that played like yeah. a huge chunk of the year yeah um like what's your view on that because i i just it feels a bit stiff yeah for well, one it, for one game yeah it like it is and I'm very much a traditionalist as well. Like, yeah, well, that's like, part of it, though. Yeah, like, um, it's all it's always been the case, and I think, like, good organisations and things like really celebrate everyone any anyway. And it's mm. it's hard because, like, I feel like if I didn't play in the grand final, and you know, people wanted me to have a medal, I I don't know how I'd go about no, accepting it. As I wouldn't well. want it. Yeah. Either. So, yeah. um. There's no doubt we don't just win the grand final with the players mm. and Fly was the only coach that got the medal. Like, that's just how it is. That's the only people that get the medal. But, the, yeah, like it, it takes a whole footy club. Bloody so oath. for us, um, that'd be like thousands of medals, you know? <laughs> <laughs> There's yeah. so many people. I'm sure I'd, I'd, I'd have to don, <laughs> don one as well. Yeah, 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 no right. yeah. But, like, yeah, like I understand that, yeah, everyone has played a part, but, yeah, no. it sort of is what it is. Russ, you're a champion, mate. Finally, we did our episode. Yeah, I'm sure you'll be back on one day, maybe well, co-hosting when you uh, retire, big fella. Hopefully three or four more years. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's right. Well, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Are you a podcaster? Maybe you've got that big idea and you're looking for a network to join. The multi-award winning OzCast Network can get your content to eyes and ears all over the world. Join now for the first month free and you could be featuring this sound at the beginning of your podcast. OzCast. Simply head to OzCastNetwork.com for details.